This episode of The A-Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's number one source for Magic the Gathering card singles. In 2010, a crack Magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mines they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal palm-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to The A-T. KYT. It's just like, why? Not everything I do is like horrible. <laughs> like, yeah. You can't have it both ways, old man. <laughs> Jay Boosh. Damn it! Why am I always so ahead of the curve and then somebody like Owen makes a deck popular and now I sound like every deck brewer on the planet? Scotty. It's actually a secret ploy for her to get you two to spend more time together. If mom next levels you. <laughs> and Jeremy. Do you know how hard it is to buy Korean singles? No. And when you put Korean singles into Googles, do you know what you get? You don't get magic cards. <laughs> and now, the ATM. Hello and welcome, folks. This is the A-Team episode 184. This is Mr. Scumbag Schofield himself, welcoming you to a couple hours of fine magical content and whatever the hell we want to talk about, because we can talk about whatever we want and you can leave a comment and we don't really care. (laughs) With me, the one, the only Mr. Scotty Mac. How are you? I'm fantastic, sir. I'm sick as a dog, but I'm hanging in. Thanks. That, that's that's what it's all about, man. It's just showing up. You just got to show up. Not like Jay did. You know, actually, I can't give Jay shit because I didn't show up to GP Montreal Sunday, so I'll, I'll just shut up about that. Yeah. Um, with me, also, the one, the only, Mr. KYT. Hey, how's it going? I'm feeling great. Beautiful. <laughs> and? Just preemptively, I'm feeling great. <laughs> yeah. The king of the motherfucking north. Mr. J. Boosh. The king of the dope. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I started How? watching K- uh, K- I was going to say KYT Season 4. But Whoa. I'm at Game of Thrones Season 4 today. And, I uh, watched it KYT has, Season 4. It has, <laughs> it has rekindled my love for uh, the king of the north. The king of the north. Yeah, Hopefully the north, you fare better than he does. The north remembers. Well, so far I'm doing great. Yes. Beautiful. So, do we all get to play some magic this week? I did. Good. KYT? Yes. I played a, I played a pizza queue, so... Yes, okay, I did. Okay, excellent. Sweet. Jay. Uh, Come on, yes, Jay. I did. I played, yeah, there we go. We all played magic this week. Like, we're on a fucking next wait, level here. what about here. you? What did you do? I played some magic. I also okay. played some kijudo. Oh, God. Wait. I did my first kijudo draft. Was it awesome? You know what? It was all right. I had no idea what I was doing, but yeah, we're Kajudo is actually taking off really well in our store now. Huh? Cool. Yeah, like we sat there and they had one of the free drafts and they had enough for like four people. Yeah. So like the one guy's like, "Oh yeah, if you show up, we probably will have four. If not, like I'll I'll make sure that we just have four people." So then I show up there and it's like, "Okay, yeah, we've got like nine people," and like the people who were there were not the people who originally got into the game. So. It was pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah. So it's, so it's a neat game. So what's it like? It is like... Have you ever played Yu-Gi-Oh? No. I don't know. I've never played Yu-Gi-Oh, so okay. I, I don't know anything about that. 
The, the tough part with the game is that they have these things, like, it's it's a very structured game in that, like, it really plays out. There's no tricks, per se. Like, there's no instant spells or anything like that. So, like, on your turn, you're doing everything you do on your turn. You don't have to be worried about too much of a trick. Uh, one exception, when you hit the guy for, like, damage, you're attacking their shields. And when you hit a shield, if the thing has an ability called shield break, they can do that effect right there. It casts for free. So, like, that can kind of trip you up. But for the most part, like, what you're doing is pretty set. And not a lot of things have haste, but they have, like, these cards called evolutions where you turn, like, one guy into another guy. And if a thing gets evolved, it gets haste for that turn. So, like, some plays you'll see is, like, a guy drop a creature and then uh, evolve it right away so that he kind of gets, like, this haste attack. And, like, that kind of stuff can throw it off because it's, like, a very, like, I feel like a very regimented game in that sense. And it does some really cool things well. Like, if you're playing against, if you're playing an aggro deck, every time you kill a guy's shield, he draws it into his hand. So you give them, like, this weird form of card advantage that if you're pounding on them early, they're going to have way more answers in their hand to try and slow you down. And they have, like, five shields, and if you kill all their shields, they lose, right? No, if you kill all the shields, if you hit them, if you attack them, then you kill them. But if you kill one shield, you can't attack them. No, you can, you can, you can absolutely, every creature has its own attack. No, 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 but what I mean is, like, you have to kill all their shields before you can attack them, right? Correct, yes, yes. You and have then to once kill you all five them, shields, and then you can kill them. And then you hit them one time, and they just die, right? Exactly. And, like, some creatures can kill two shields, some creatures can kill three shields in one attack. Holy fuck. Yeah, so, like, that's where it's, like, you can get, like, these aggro decks where it's, like, they're attacking, they're doing all this stuff, you're building up there, and they're trying to, like, just have, like, one more guy that you can't deal with to, like, you know, just push over the edge uh, and kind of, like, go, you know, the all or nothing. Or you get into, like, this weird thing where it's, like, Buddy's playing a very controlling game, he's putting down, like, crazy blockers that you can't deal with, and then all of a sudden he just drops some bomb that has, like, double breaker or triple breaker on it, and he just kills you in two swings. Ah, wow. Yeah. So it it has, like, this, like, really interesting dynamic. Um, The whole not really getting mana screwed thing is really important. Uh, One of the things that was really difficult for draft is you're only building a 30-card deck, uh, and I didn't draft enough playables because oh. I forgot that, like, I have to, all of my cards are my lands. Oh, uh, So yes. I was sitting there, it's like, oh, yeah, I've got 26 <clears throat> cards. I'm really good. I'm going to be having to make a bunch of cuts. And then it's like, oh, no, I built a 30-card deck. So I actually have to splash in, like, another color just to get myself to the minimum deck size. Wow. So it was, like, some weirdness there. I went 2-1 and one in the draft, which was really cool. Um. Yeah, it was just, you know, like, first time really sitting down and playing it, like, with those cards and stuff like that. So I watched a little bit of the the Summer Champs, which is, like, their Pro Tour thing this weekend, because that just happened this weekend in uh, Seattle. So I've kind of identified a deck. I'm going to start building that for Constructed and play it with the guys. But, you know, Magic's still the first and foremost for me. It's just, like, this is kind of, like, a fun little thing on the side. We're trying to get, like, a whatever their PTQ things are called, I think they're called like KMCs or something like that, so that we can set up for the next one, which is, I think, in October in Rhode Island. Which is neat, because their PTQs, if you get first or second in the PTQ, you get the flight. Nice. Yeah. So, like, both people get it? Yeah. Like, the winner and the finalist. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So, it's 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 interesting, and it's a fun little game. Like, it has, like, the the whole... Like, it, it just, it's like, it feels like a variant of magic in a lot of senses. So, and just, like, less of, like, the, less of the, again, trick-based stuff. So, it's, it, it kind of feels like playing Momir in a sense. Because, you know, like, nothing sneaky happens in Momir. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like jamming dudes against each other. So, and like just learning like the whole dynamics of like when you get aggressive, that's when like all of a sudden they can get aggressive back because you can't attack an untapped creature. So if your opponent blocks, he has to tap his creature, or if he attacks, he taps his creature, and then you're allowed to attack that creature, it becomes vulnerable to the to attacks. So like that whole aspect of like, you know, when you're playing old kitchen table magic and you'd have like the gentleman magic where it's like, mm, I can't attack you until you attack me. Well, you know, like that's a built-in mechanic with the game. And oh. then the last thing I want to talk about for Kajuda was actually from the summer championships. They did one thing which was really, really interesting. And I don't know if it was something that they were prepping for Magic or if they felt it was just more sportsmanlike, but they did not allow players to intentionally draw in the last three rounds of the event. Ugh. They had no intentional, like, intentional draws. They got rid of the time limit, so they kept on top of people, you know, like issuing slow plays and stuff like that, but you couldn't game the system easily. So they wanted to get people playing out games right to the end. They, they tried to Magic Online it. Wow. Very, very interesting on how that kind of played out. Like, it makes people so much... It makes people really live when you don't have to worry about, you know, like, the top four tables just drawing themselves in. Yeah. So that's kind of neat. And then it was also good for their coverage because their coverage was always going to get, you know, the best players playing because the best players still had to play. Hmm. So, neat little idea. I don't know if that's going to jump over to a Magic event in the near future, but... Uh, that would definitely, that would definitely make some waves. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. So you enjoyed the game? Yeah, the game was fun. Um, but aside from that, I was playing a hell of a ton of uh, Vintage Masters online. Ah. Yeah, I haven't gotten any sick power yet. But how much is it, how many drafts would you say you've done? Well, for me, sick lots is like six. Okay. So, I haven't done any Seals. I think Seals are where I'm going to move to. Why is that? Because it's just better to do at this time. Uh, If you're drafting, you open up a pack and you see the money card, and then you see the card that's actually good, and you take the money card and you feel like a donkey. In Seals, (laughs) you don't have to worry about that. You open up the packs, you get the good cards, and then you make a deck. Right. So, it's just better to do Seals in that sense. Because if you're mining packs, like, you might as well do that. And it's not like you're, like, unless you're Kenji, nobody's going to pass you a mox. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, does that happen, pa- Yeah. 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 Someone passed him a mox on stream or something like that. Whatever. I wonder if maybe they opened, like, that foil lotus that's been opened. Yeah. They had the one that was open, like, three days in or something like that, and they were tweeting about it. Yeah. That guy probably made a mint. Hopefully yeah. he sold it immediately, because that yeah. probably would have been the best thing to do. Yeah, things have value when they're the only one. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can name your price, basically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so yeah, I got a bit of Vintage Masters. I realize I'm terrible at it. Absolutely the worst. So you played, obviously, before Tom Martell posted his article on Channel Fireball about the archetypes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which you guys yeah, should check out, by the way. Yeah. He was, um, he was actually, uh, stre- he's been streaming that a lot. Uh, he and Susie both are streaming a lot. It was Lily's birthday this weekend, and we were unwinding from her party on uh, Saturday. And they kick-fired up the stream, and Lily and I are just sitting there, and she's watching TV and playing with her toys, and I'm watching the stream on my tablet. And uh, and I was just like, I just started typing in the chat. I'm like, hey, guys, what's up? 
And they're like, oh, Scotty, how's it going? What's up? And I'm just like, oh, I'm sitting here with Lily. It's her birthday. And they both were like, oh, happy birthday, Lily. And it was like the most crazy fourth wall moment for her. <laughs> you know? Because she's like... like... The TV just wished me a happy birthday. Exactly. I'm like, look, Lily, they're talking to you. They're waving at you. She goes, yeah, oh, my gosh. It's hilarious. It's just hilarious. So, yeah, it was uh, it was a good time. It was, uh, it was a good weekend, but he's been streaming a lot. He uh, Some of the most unbelievable blue-white-red value decks I've seen, like Flame Tongue Cabu and Brago with Mana War. Oh, my and God. It's like just <laughs> ultimate value. It's just like, yep, bing you for two, demolish your board, draw a card. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I was watching an Astral Slide with the Goblin Destroy a Land guy. Yeah. Yeah, Astral Slide is a fair card. Not even close. I know you. Yeah, and then there's been actually a lot of people complaining about Astral Slide, saying that it uh, the rarity should have been better. <clears throat> yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. So, it's good times. Pretty crazy. Yeah. So, it's been, like, is it, a, is it fun, even though you're bad at it, or? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm still having a good time, like. That's the, you know, kind of, like, the thing to it, is that you can, like, draft these crazy decks. It's like, it's like Cube. You know, like, you don't have to be winning to have fun, but winning makes it easier to keep playing. You're right. Poor. So. But, like, what I mean is that it's still fun. It's not like, because sometimes when you're not winning, it's also shitty. Oh, yeah. No, it's not like, I'm trying to think of, like, an example where, you know, it's like, it's not as fun to play. Like, non-holiday cube? No, non-holiday cube's still fun to play. But, like, that's the thing, is that, like, the power level can be, like, really, really weird. It can be really swingy. Because, like, if your opponent drops a Lotus, like, you're just like, oh, God. Yeah, just fucked. Yeah. Because it's so hard to kind of get that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's still a lot of fun. Like, they did really good with the set. Like, I, I, I'm very happy with it. Yeah, I don't think it's Modern Masters good. No. So, no. Like, Modern Masters, they just, they hit that one right out of the park. Like, I just, I felt like you could have so much fun drafting all kinds of decks and, like, it was just a good limited format where this one's good, but it's just not that good. And do you feel that like if you're inexperienced with the cards, this will really hurt you? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, to an extent. Like that's the thing is the fact that like if Battle Screech is still coming ar- around. You know that people are doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah. And goblins too are also very absurd in this format. Yeah. So, yeah, there's just, like, a a learning curve in that sense. But what it always comes down to is that, like, you know, you can draft, like, these decks that you've drafted in the past. Like, the fact that, like, the Astral Slide deck is a thing in this is cool. Right. But, like, where does the Astral Slide deck line up versus Goblin deck? You know, where does it line up versus, like, the Battle Screech, you know, Flyers-type deck? Like, that's where, you know, it's kind of important to get the games in so that you can understand where is the power level of this archetype versus the power level of this archetype, and, you know, what key cards do I need to focus in on to make this one work? So, there, there's, you know, there's there's a learning process to it. And that's always cool. Like, that's the fun part of the game. And you get to open up six sweet things. Like, I opened up a Mana Vault, and that was pretty badass. I opened that's up a Foil by that's pretty badass. What are those worth? Nothing. Maybe oh. 20. I think. Dual lands are tanking really hard. Yeah. 
But the nice thing is force of will isn't a kidney anymore. True. So that's cool. Because I like my kidneys. <laughs> I've grown attached to them. Um yeah. Also, super sweet news, I've locked down my house. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. There is a hole in the ground. It's my whole house. Hashtag dad joke. Yeah. And uh yeah. Hopefully by December I will be moving in and starting the brand new A Team Recording Studio West. Northwest. Oh nice. Yes. It's gonna be badass. Nice. Yeah. So KYT. Yes. You should do some talking because you played at a PTQ that I think was won by Little Kid Luck. Yes, it was won by Ben Moore. <laughs> Playing Angel Pod for the first time. Um, yeah, I mean, when I saw the top eight, saw that he was in and he had won, he's won three of his last four PTQs. That's pretty absurd. Wow, <laughs> that's, that's still ridiculous. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's really insane. Um, I myself didn't do too bad. I finished 10th. Um, nice. With uh, Green Black Saito. Okay, yeah, yeah, the deck that you proved that I was a terrible, terrible magic player with? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you even played <laughs> what I'm known for against me. You even played Boggles against me. Yeah, I thought, I, I thought I gave it with Boggles, but no. No, no, I mean, I, I knew with... Uh, I was just it was close that night. I was playing so bad. It was a lot closer than I thought, though. Oh, no, it was just terrible. Like, every play that you made, I made the play that you made the play safe to make. Because it was just like, well, it's like, oh, KYT's expecting me to do this, so I better do that. And that's what I did every fucking time. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's making me sack a creature. I better crack this fetch land to go and get a Dryad Arbor so that I, my guy could live. <laughs> knowing very well that the only reason you would ever do that is because you could deal with the dry arbor, but it's like, oh, I guess I gotta do that, and then I'm land-fucked for the rest of the game. It's like... <laughs> yeah, like, seriously, it's just like, oh, this is how you play to 2 drops. Let's get all the shitty play out of the system, because it's like, the second I do it, it's just like, I know what's gonna happen. I know exactly how this is gonna play out, and I'm gonna do it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I played a lot of people have asked me for the list but uh, I just redirect to Saito's Twitter pick I played his exact 75 uh, because you know sometimes I just want to play someone's list just to figure out their thinking uh, before making my own changes and I didn't really get that many games in last week uh, even I think maybe I played a few games a handful of games before the show and just played you I think maybe after the show yeah um, we played after the show so, you know, check out his Twitter account. You should be following him because he always randomly tweets out a bunch of pictures of deck lists. And it was a very solid list. Uh, eight discard spells for Inquisition, four Thoughtseize. Like, a bunch of four ofs. Like, Scavenger Ooze was four of. Tarmogov was four of. Bob was four of. Uh, Pulse, two Pulses, two Dismembers, four Liliana, one Batterskull. And it felt like a solid deck. I lost against Pod. But uh, I multi two, uh, multi two. I multi five in game two, where I, I wasn't really in the, the match, and I also lost to black, red, white burn tokens with pyromancer, young pyromancer. I don't know if that's a thing, but it it seemed pretty sweet because it allowed him to play Bob himself, 
a bunch of burn. Like, they were all good cards. It didn't seem like he was playing a bad deck. And against a young Power Master deck, I really need to draw one of the sideboard Golgari charms to really own his ass, but I did not get there in Game 3. Um, also, Multi-5 there. So, overall, felt really strong about the deck, but I think one of the tougher matchups for that deck is definitely Pod, because, um, like I said, even though I mauled, I felt like it was a tough hill to climb, and I got really lucky beating Dan Lantier, who was playing Malira Pod. Uh, a great player playing one of the best decks in the format, and I really squeaked in the two wins to 2 him. So, um, the deck is solid, but I'm not sure. I did beat Scapeshift twice because of all the discard spells, but I'm not sure I'm playing it this weekend if I make it out to the Ottawa PTQ. So, uh, what are you looking at? Because <clears throat> you've been... So you've been playing also another deck for the uh, you know in anticipation for this Ottawa PTQ. Oh yes, I've been playing the Pack Rat deck uh, showcased by Craig Wesco, and like even though I six twoed with the Saito deck, I just feel like there there's something that that could be better, especially that Pod ended up winning the event, and I and and it's just really hard. I don't know about Jund Scott, but Ben Moore told me. Jun had a tough pod matchup. I'm not familiar. I don't know if that's true in your experience. So, uh, it, I mean, it can be, but ultimately it comes down to how are you playing your Jund, right? Because, I mean, if you are if you have access to a good chunk of removal, you know, and, you know, three copies of Ooze, three copies of Anger of the Gods, like, pod should not be that difficult. So long as you've got cards like Terminator, Dismember, or something you can use to kill Angel, um, I mean, like, it's fine. It's not bad by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one I'm looking at is is black, white, red. Oh, no, black, white, red. Black, white. Uh, it's on tcgplayer.com. And plays Packer. And it's one of, it's more resilient to Blood Moon. That's one of the pluses to play this over a black, green-based strategy where you have to get Lily. You have to get a number of green for scavenging ooze. You really need a specific type of mana. whereas Wesco has modified the black-white deck so that every single spell only requires either one white or one black. Took out all the Brimazes, yeah. took out any, anything that requires that. So literally, you could actually fetch, which I never do in the black-green deck, you could fetch turn one or turn two for Swamp and Plains and be able to cast everything in your hand because they're so much easier to cast and you take less uh, shock pain from from this deck than, than Green Black. So you're better against aggro. Uh, you have Lingering Souls, which allows you to be better against Affinity. And so, and you're better against Pod because you have the Flying Plan, because the Pod Plan sometimes is like, they just gum up the ground with these Persist guys and Voice of Resurgence until they can Court of Calling you or have Pod to take over the game. But here you can actually race them with Lingering Souls plus Restoration Angel and, and plus a number of Swords if, if you have that. And also gives you access, the black also gives you access to Damnation, which is great against the aggro decks as well. So I've been having success with this deck. I feel like it's better for me. It's better positioned uh, in, in the metagame that I expect in Ottawa, which is very uh, strong in Scapeshift and other type of decks because Tide Hollow Scholar obviously helps against those type of decks as well. And better against aggro. The one deck that I've been having difficulty with online is the Tarmal Twin deck, and I think I feel like if I had time to just 
play and people have said it's it's one of the easier version like gmac has told me it's one of the easier versions of twin so maybe i just play that because playing against it that deck is really good just because the goif pressure you and then that makes their their snapcaster mages like their 2-1 attacks like way more relevant than the other versions because the clock is just faster and you're just like what the fuck and then your path to exiles are overtaxed you can't like you have to save path for spells kite Deceiver Exarch, and now Goyf as well. Yep. So I haven't really uh, solved the matchup yet and how to play it. Uh, I played it the best I can, and I've lost to it twice now uh, because Snapcaster Mage is insane. Just like I said, the, the, the game plan, the way it comes at you from two different angles against this black-white deck is is pretty tough. But uh, overall, I've been really impressed, and I think uh, if the tournament was tomorrow, I'm playing this over the green-black deck any day. Uh, like, for sure, a hundred, 10 out of 10, I'm playing this black-white deck over it. Yeah, this deck actually looks, like, just awesome. Like, I'm very excited to try this thing out. Yeah, like, the only thing that I'm not too sure about is exactly how good Tide Hauler Scholar is in the metagame. Because if there's a lot of Jun or uh, Blue-White-Red, right, did you just burn it and get the card back? And then the question becomes, like, is that okay? Like, do you want to trade these Tire Hollow Scholars to protect your Bob uh, or whatever. So I, I haven't figured out that part of it yet. Um, most of the time you just want to keep one of their cards gone, like whether it be Scape Shift. You don't want them to be able to, like later in the game, just be able to bolt the Scholar, Scape Shift, and win. So I've actually taken two out and tried uh, two Bitter Blossom, inspired by Matt Mealing's tweaks on Green Black. So I'm taking that and trying to see if I like it in uh black white and with black white playing swords out of the board and wesco also re- thinking about playing sort of light and shadow in the main you know bitter blossom just gives you a lot more targets to equip with so you don't get like snap bolt bolt electrolyze so you still have more more guys to equip it with so that's something i'm testing out with i'm not sure if it's good or not but if it's bad i can discard it to pack rat like that's the thing about it yeah, I think that's the thing that I really that's really attractive about that type of strategy to me with Packrat <clears throat> is because you let your late game discards that suck the royal tit um, you can instead use uh, to just attack so like turn it into rats and just bash so I th- I think that's pretty sweet actually mm-hmm. and it's just like Packrat is a solid plan even against Pod whereas in other forms you're just like Goyf and you're just like they're just like persistent guy back, persistent guy back. But here you can build an actual army that just completely overwhelms them. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty happy with the deck. And uh if I get to play this Saturday, um I'm just gonna be tweaking just a few numbers here and there. But uh one of the things that he, he mentioned because he took out all the Lianas, one of the key cyborg cards he mentioned was Chalice of the Void, which completely shuts down the Boggle deck if you can get it, you know, early by putting it at one. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. Um, but other than that, I'm, I'm going to see how good Bitter Blossom is, and uh, we'll see. Like he's only playing six. I think he's playing six discard spell. He's doing the three three split. I definitely feel like I want one more Inquisition or at least access to all eight somehow. But if I can fit that, that'd be awesome because I love that part of the Cyto deck. Just just shred their hand, play a Bob or or a Bitter Blossom, and win the game from there. Nice. Yeah, I'm interested to see. I'm uh. I'm running. <clears throat> I'm gonna try to some uh, blue, white, red guys this week. Uh, 
I got a GPT on Sunday. Larry, Sw- um, Larry Swayze jumped on board. So he and Jason and I have been kind of hammering this on the anvil for the for the last week. Jason's been playing a whole hell of a lot of it. And uh, I, the list is in a really neat place right now, actually. I'm pretty happy with it. And I feel like Restoration Angel is just absurdly good right now. And uh, any proactive strategy which I can use to just burn my opponent out and not, you know, leave myself pantsed if they have any sort of counterplay is is really pretty exciting for me. So yeah, it's gonna be neat. I'm uh, so I've I'm been jamming the list all week. Uh, we we'll played see each other. <laughs> we played each other. Yeah, and uh, the list has been through like three changes since then too. So that's pretty exciting stuff. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, ultimately, if if it doesn't go well this week, then I mean, I may just have to play Mealing's Black Green list. Uh, people ubiquitously like Jerry and Willie, they've all basically said the same thing that the red splash really isn't worth it in Jund right now. It just it just is not really where you want to be. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, green, black, white for souls, maybe green, black. You know, I mean, Matt seems to think that green, black's the way to go, and bitter blossom is going to be the key. And so maybe it is, but we're going to find out because Canada Day long Canada Day long weekend stream on Monday. He's going to be on stream with me, and we're going to be playing his black green deck. Nice, yeah. So that's pretty sweet. I'm pretty excited about that. Hmm, Splash Wave for Lingering Souls is interesting idea. Yeah, but I mean, like, ultimately, you're for this, I mean, because you get the, the ability to discard to, um, uh, the ability, sorry, to, to discard the cards to Liliana and then, like, flash it back, yeah. which is fine. But, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, isn't Bitter Blossom basically just doing the same thing for you and just creating the sea of guys? And, I mean... I know yeah. I know Mass in particular also plays Kitchen Finks also. Okay, to mitigate some of the life to loss. To mitigate some of the loss. And I mean like Finks is just a really good, you know, pain in the ass beater, ask any pod player. And it's uh so I mean like the list is gonna be interesting. I'm I'm excited to see how it all gels together. Um but yeah, I've I've been enjoying this. I mean, I didn't realize how much of a fucking magic card Vendillion click was. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Car that card. With Restoration Angel. Wow. So, yeah, it's pretty spicy. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this weekend. I'm going out, and there's there's a huge GPT out in Ottawa. Uh, or in Oshawa. Is it Oshawa? Is there a PTQ in Ottawa and then a GPT in Oshawa? Is that what's going on this Saturday? I, I don't know about Oshawa, but I guess. Is, is Coins Unlimited in Ottawa this weekend? No, they're Oshawa. Yeah. So there, there's literally like a huge, there's a huge uh, GPT for Boston going on, on on Saturday around here, and then there's a GPT, and then there's the PTQ in Ottawa on Saturday, and then Sunday, the highly underpublicized, lonely little uh, GPT over at uh, Sketchbook. Good old Joel is throwing us a Sunday GPT for Boston. Sweet. So hopefully I can uh, maybe win some buys. See, I really like Larry's list. Um, anything with Snapcaster Maze and Electrolyze is just a nightmare for my current deck. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's that's where I'm at. Like the the thing is, it's like I've come very cleanly to the realization that I am not a good control player anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because you've been playing like things like Jund and Monsters so much. I I've just like I'm decidedly a mid range player. Yeah. I'm a bad now. 
that said, I can play as well a little bit more aggressively than most, maybe. So, like, I'm better on... I can't play, like, balls out aggro. Like, white beanie and red decks, not for me, right? But if we're talking, like, an aggressive mid-range strategy, um, which, truth be told, this blue-white-red deck is, right? Because yeah. it's, like, the it's it's all tempo. It's, like, an aggro tempo deck. Right. Okay. So, similar to, like, what Delver actually was. Yes. Right, because Delver was never a control deck. Delver yeah, could be the control deck. deck, but it was a tempo deck. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that's what I'm playing. This it's like it's like a tempo and burn deck. Oh, okay, and uh, it's it's pretty sweet. And like the only counter spells in it really are like Reman and Is a Charm, huh. which is like not that big of a deal. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's it's been it's been like super sweet. And uh, and yeah, so I I can't play control decks anymore. Um, but this one's not a control deck, so I'm, I'm perfectly capable of piling it, I think. And, right. and Larry's list goes in that direction. So it, traditional Geist lists have played a lot of, like, mana leaks, and a lot of spell snares, and a lot of, like, all of these, like, trip you up little, you know, counter magics and stuff. And truthfully, why don't you just burn your opponent to death by turn five? <laughs> Sounds fine, right? Yeah, fuck that guy. So, yeah. So that's sort of where I'm at with this. And, like, all of the spells that are relevant, like, that are cute, draw a card. Like, Remand. You know, it's like Time Walk. (laughs) And, you know, because, like, your opponent taps out for a 4-drop, and you're like, yep, up your your guy and draw a card. You're tapped out, I get to go? Like, what did you do that turn? Yeah, uh, yeah. Right? It's very similar to, like, the, the... Like, I guess almost any Time Walk strategy where it's, like, they, they tap out to play a guy and you just end of turn Vapor Snag them. Yep. Exactly. It's exactly what it's like. So, so it's pretty exciting stuff. Um, I've been enjoying it, and uh, we'll see if it's any good this weekend. I'm still finicking around at the sideboard because I feel like I'm expecting a smaller cross section of decks, and I think I should just like bring a pile of cards and just read the read the room and then like board accordingly. Because um, like the list as it stands right now has zero copies of Stony Silence, and I think that's a fucking like huge mistake. Um, but again, like maybe it doesn't matter because I've got four bolts, four helixes, and three electrolyzes. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but I played with the deck this week on stream, and it was fun. And uh, we'll see what we end up streaming with on Monday. Um, if we uh, if we end up winning, then I'll probably just run this back. And if I end up losing terribly. Uh, then I'll have to consider something else. <laughs> but I mean, I've got green black on the horizon, so that's too. Uh, yeah, I actually rewatched the entire, just watching it uh, with a friend of mine, and just knowing what I had in hand from uh-huh. your perspective was kind of was kind of entertaining. It was really entertaining, actually. Really? Yeah, I saw one or two mistakes from from my end, so mm. um, where I could have actually played better, but uh, overall, like. Because on, I think, game two or three, no, it was the last game, my hand was literally, I multi six, and I kept, I think, two, two treetop villages, two scavenging ooze, and, and two dharma coifs. Oh, God. Wow. And I, I think I ripped a, a fetch land or something, or a swamp, and I'm like, yes! I, I got stuck on three, so I'm just playing mono threads. <laughs> At three mana, I'm just like, goif. No, I'm like, ooze. Ooh, come on, kill them, kill them, kill them so I can goif you. Yeah, and you ended up with three goifs on the table at one point. In that yeah, game. 
<laughs> and they're like, holy. Yeah. I was like, draw so lucky. Meanwhile, like the the game before, it's funny you you told me about it afterwards, and I like open up with this land with this hand with like a couple spells, you know, a couple interactive spells, five land or whatever, and I'm like, well, fuck your thoughts, Jesus, bring it, and I can continue to peel like five consecutive stone nut cards to kill him by turn five. <laughs> That's awesome. That's <laughs> pretty funny. Like yeah. I just saw your hand. I'm gonna win this game. Like what? <laughs> and it's happened multiple times with uh, with me playing these type of decks. Where I look at their head, I'm like, I- I'm gonna win, but they just peel like a god, and I'm yeah. like, oh, can't do anything. But I'm excited to see how how you do with this deck because I don't know. Over the years, you have become known as Mister Midrange. That's Whether absolutely that- true. No, yeah. and it's it's absolutely true. Um, and and that's fine. And I think that the problem is is like the cards are getting way too powerful. Mm-hmm. Right, and because of that, it's just like you can't afford to make mistakes anymore. Right? Like, as a control player, you used to be able to afford to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because just... the, long, the long game would draw it out for you. Like, you could win. Yeah. Yeah, and the power level wasn't... You had, you had a cushion You weren't getting, like, completely demolished, right? Yeah. If you made a small mistake. So, so based on that, it's, uh, it's harder now to play control. Like, much, much harder. So... Yeah, I think um I think overall I'm I'm pretty happy with where this list is. And uh, and we'll see. Like I mean, I've just been jamming games and figure it out. But uh yeah, I've been playing a lot. The other deck that I'm interested in playing is actually in standard. And uh Frank Lepore won a 5k in Orlando. Wow. With Bant Control. Nice. So, I'm pretty interested to see how that's going to turn out. But uh, and because uh, the deck looks pretty sweet, it's up on um, it's up on TCG Player. So I don't know. Get a look at it if you guys. What do you think? Let me know. It's like four Carrieds and four Coursers, which is awkward, and three uh, Advent of the Worms. Ooh, spicy! Right, and then it's like yep. three three Kiora, two Elspeth, two Jace, five of the O Ring effects. Um, yeah, so. I think a couple dissolves and Etherling also to finish four Supreme Verdicts, four Sphinx's Revs. Like it's weird because it it's not a control deck. It says ban control, but it's really just a more controlling mid range deck. I think. Yeah, it's like a Planeswalker deck. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like that, but the Nia Walkers deck is still very fun too. So I'm not really sure sort of where I want to actually be, but uh, I've got all this time and a whole set before the. Uh, WMCQs. So that's pretty super. Yeah. Yeah. I'm WMCQs. very stoked for these WMCQs. Like the playmat looks awesome. The tournament weekends are going to be awesome. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Yeah. And I talked to Peter. They, they're, they're thinking of doing the same thing as uh, you guys are doing, which is uh, to host a tournament where the winner gets a flight. So. Oh, yeah. 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 That's awesome. I gotta win that shit. <laughs> Spread that news. Come on out to Edmonton. So we're yeah, really yeah. soft out here. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't believe that. Not for a second. I'd love I mean, to. like, you know, the the last Pro Tour winner will probably be there, but you know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Not like they don't have any of those in Montreal. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Toronto coming along. Uh. <laughs> Sean was like favored to not even have to play these, but I guess he'll play them just in case. Or I would if I were him. Are you yeah. kidding? Aren't the point multipliers absurd in this thing? Oh, it's Planeswalker's points. I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it, it doesn't really have any sort of matter. And they start with a buy, though. Oh, yeah. Right, Jeremy? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure that they, uh, if you're platinum, you get a buy. Platinum and Hall of Fame, I think it buys. One wow. And then they have, like, the the uh, the uh, qualifier things that get you a buy that they run so many of. Uh, but the big thing is, is that... Oh, sorry, my daughter's with us. Say hi to Petra. Oh, hi, Petra. Hey, Petra. Yeah. Um, but the big thing to them is, like, think from Sean McLaren's point of view, is that if he wins one of these things, then I'm pretty sure his spot gets passed down to the next, like, the, the highest pro points at large. Yeah. So, you know, being completely, you know, gaming the system, if Sean wins one of these, chances are his team's going to be better. Yeah, it's going to be either Hayne or Jacob Wilson. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like him winning one of these things gets him a teammate that's going to be, you know, a high pro point finisher. He's going As to opposed get like... to somebody who gets lucky and spikes the tournament. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it's not saying that people aren't deserving, but it's just saying, like, for him to have the best team possible, he wants to go out and win one of these. Yeah, that would be sick. So like, that's, that, that, that's really good motivation for him because if you – I can't remember what it is now. Is it top four, top eight, top two? Uh, everybody goes to the Pro Tour. He's already going to the Pro Tours, but... Top eight. Yeah. So. Top eight you... Pro Tour invite seems pretty sweet. KYT, you could yeah. probably even do that. Um. Yeah. Like, if, if I somehow make the team, I think, and the team's strong, I mean, it's it's going to be pretty sweet to be able to do that, to make the Pro Tour that way. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, that's such a backwards <laughs> thing because, like, all things considered, I'd rather go to the World Magic Cup than a Pro Tour. And the fact that you could go to both like, based off of one is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I guess we're all on this. I'm not sure if we're all on the same page on that. Because me, I've obviously the whole Canada thing. That's why. And, yeah. Uh, but you're winning that, right, Jeremy? You're winning that. That's, that's my game plan. <laughs> I think it'd be the most funny. It's never going to happen, but it was Sean and us three. <laughs> I would just die. That's the thing is, I would love to come out and steal one of your guys's in the East so that we could have like this like really awkward like streaming thing for the Edmonton one, like try and get, you know, Sean McLaren on there. Just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just, uh, we're doing an interview process for who's going to be the next seat member, you know, like something really goofy like that. But I would actually just like to go, you know, like that would, that would be a big thing. Um, I'm not expecting to win it, but I'm expecting to try my hardest and yep. do well. So good, yeah. Have you touched that, standard that much? Uh, I play a bit of standard. Like that's the toughest part. I, I'm still having like this difficulty balancing time. Like the last, the last few weeks has been nuts trying to get like my house all locked down and get my condo ready to be sold and all this kind of stuff. So it's just free time's been at a premium. But standard, I feel like I'm keeping up to date on it. I'm reading lots of articles. I'm keeping track of that kind of stuff. So that's kind of like where I'm at with it is that I just hope to be in a position where I can kind of get at it. I just haven't done the cycles at this point, which is the most important thing to do. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, so you what I'm just trying to do is keep myself in a really strong position that when I do start doing the cycles, I'm not like wasting a lot of time. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the best I can do right now. So I've got some days off coming up here and like, it'll just be jamming a lot of games and that's kind of nice because it'll actually be like my first weekends where I can actually do that. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Since the beginning of May, I've just been on like full tilt on days off. So, you know, I managed to spike a a PTQ a little bit in there, you know, didn't win it, but top eight it out of nowhere in a format that I was terrible at. Um, so that was cool. And like, if I can do that, then I just got to keep, you know, going with that feeling and do the work. Nice. So yeah, let's all go and spike some of these things. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, down. casual, casual, good, casual, casually good. good. Yep. <clears throat> Jay, did you play any magic this week? Uh, just cube. Um, we tried cube for the first time with the uh, new conspiracy card. And oh, baby. It's good. It's really fun. It's just as fun as conspiracy, if not more so, because all of the cards that you're getting with, like, lore seekers and the one where you reveal it and shit are just bonkers. Like, so, for example, uh, there's a card, I can't remember, it's called Aether Searcher. It's seven mana, six, four. Uh, it is when you draft this card, reveal the next card that you draft from the next pack, and um, and then Aether Searcher lets you, when you play it as a 7-mana 6-4, I think it's 7, it might be 6-mana, um, you get to search your hand or library, so not your oh, graveyard, yeah. but hand or library for the card and cast it for free. So, I'm drafting, like, not heavily, but I'm drafting basically, like, uh, I think I was drafting, like, what was I drafting? Like Reanimator. I was drafting Reanimator, but green black Reanimator. So like Survival of the Fittest shenanigans with like, um, with like Genesis and Fauna Shaman and then normal Reanimator stuff. But not like I didn't. I wasn't getting any. I didn't have any looters or card draw looter spells. Yep. Um. So I wasn't already playing blue. So I drafted Aether Searcher after somebody passed it to me, like fourth or fifth pick. I was like, "Are you guys fucking high?" And it was in the first pack too. So like, so like anything they draw, like they draft, is money. Like anything. And and it's early. It was like fourth pick, pack one. So like the next pack is gonna have something crazy in it. You know what I mean? Um. So they pass it to me, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I draft this. The next pack comes, and there's like some planeswalkers. There's some cool, like, murder burn spells, whatever. I'm thinking, like, nah, not so great. I mean, although getting a 6-4 and then killing a blocker is pretty sweet. But for 6-mana, like, I'm looking for something more exciting. So I peel back the next slot, and it's fucking Confiscate. So, uh, for those of you that don't know what Confiscate is, cause I didn't know what it was until um, I saw somebody else's cube. It's just mind control for a permanent, but yeah. it's 6-mana. It's six yeah. So... So there was times when, uh, like, so for example, I'm playing against Easy Beasy. And Easy Beasy will always draft five-color Planeswalker slash good stuff control. Always. Every time. No matter what. Um, so he, he basically drafts this deck like always. Um, and he, like, is playing against me, I think, in, like, the second round, maybe maybe the first round, and he has a Chorb. I passed him a Chorb when I took a Worm Coil engine. So, he, we're playing, he goes land, I go land. He goes uh, bounce land, 
Um, I go land, entomb, reanimate, ether searcher, get confiscate, confiscate your bounce land, go. <laughs> uh, he goes. He'll he'll never quit ever. He'll never ever quit. He'll never quit. So he goes. He goes like mana crypt, multicolored fast land. So he's on three mana now. Uh, plays something that gets me. Or yeah, and then I proceed for the next ten turns. Me and him proceed to trade blows where I basically somehow am mana denying him every turn. Like I play, I rip a guy that's like the three mana two two that kills an artifact when it comes into play, right? So I I blow up his mana crypt, so he's back again down to one land. Then I rip like some kind of I don't know like mana denial spell, so he's back down to one land again. Then I um. He plays, he manages to play, like, another land somehow, and he fetches, and he gets back a land, and he plays it again. And I'm, and we're just basically going back and forth on this. And he still almost wins the game somehow. <laughs> I have no idea how he does it. But, uh, yeah, so, like, it, it's super fun. Like, it's, it's just super fun. It's, um, the conspiracies made it really great. Somebody opened, um, like, a world knit, like, third pick, um, in pack, like, three. So, or sorry, they didn't open it third pick, obviously, but like in pack three is when they is when they got it, and they still played it, and it was still awesome. Um, <laughs> they said so um, that was cool. Somebody was talking to me about this on Cube that I thought was really interesting position, but they said you probably still want to take all of your um, lands as much as possible when you have World Knit, especially if you open it early, if you can, mainly because um, like I think. You you don't want to have like a sixty card deck. So if you can take a bunch of lands and stuff, then you know your deck basically you don't have to play basics, so your deck size gets lower, right? So yeah. I, that was that was like a good plan because I never thought of that. Like I was thinking like of supreme value. If I'm if I'm playing World Knit, I'm not playing any fucking non basic lands. Why would I do that? But so that was sweet. Um, I also like first picked the the thing that lets you exile cards if you want, um, where you can, instead of picking them, so you can remove them from your card pool. Um, and that card that card was really good. It was still really good. Um, although, it it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. It ended up being like a six mana, like I think four, four, because people just kept passing me bonkers cards that I just was like, yeah, I'll take all this reanimator stuff. So, yeah. That was sweet. And yes. everybody, I asked everybody at the end of the draft uh, what they thought of the conspiracy cards, and they said that unanimously they all said that they loved them. Although, uh, we did play with somebody who hadn't played conspiracy before, and just like in every conspiracy draft I've played, the new players just don't understand uh, the cards enough, and so they will just pass you conspiracies constantly. Yeah. They'll pass you conspiracies. They'll pass you the. They'll pass you the. Um, what's it called? Like the the draft, like affecting cards. They'll okay. like like they they basically don't understand how they work, and so they'll just they'll pass you something so bonkers. Like I got past the backup plan, which is the one that lets you draw two hands at the start of the game. Yeah, and yeah. like that that card is is ridiculous that card especially in limited when you and and you get to play like two of them like like not two of them but like you you're playing a match so you you get to use it twice like 
you know, if you if you get to game three, you get to use it three times. Like you have so much more value over that than you do against, um, you know, if, it, like obviously with one hand. But in a match where you get to use it so many times, it just becomes infinitely more vi- like valuable. Like it's just same with like power play. Like they didn't take power play. Power play went fourth, and power play is the one that lets you start the game first. But we and we looked it up to make sure. And actually, like so, the judge ruling that I gave on it last week where I was told that um, you only get to use it in the first game, and so it decreased a little bit in value. The judge then went back and reread the rulings, and there was a judge conference about it, and they determined that's not true. In a, in a, like in a format where you're playing a multi-game match, you get to start first every game. Wow. So you, so like <laughs> you, draft, you draft the aggro deck, you absolutely ranch your opponent, you go first. Then you, you sideboard, and you ranch them again by going first. <laughs> Like that's ridiculous, but like they pass Seems those okay. cards. They pass those cards because they don't understand them, right? So we had to have a little sit down and an explanation with them about like you know they're like, well, the Birds of Paradise one doesn't seem so great, and you're like, well, yeah, but you know that's until you realize like you don't take it over a super mega bomb. You take it when you you know there's nothing super exciting in the pack. It doesn't add to your deck count, so it's not a cut you have to make, and it just makes any creature that you were going to play anyway better because it just adds a line of text to them. So, wow. Yeah. So that was super fun. I'm super excited. I, I like want to play cube now more because like I was kind of getting bummed out because we hadn't played cube in like quite a while because conspiracy was so good. But like, man, if you think if you're out there listening and you, you think conspiracy is sweet, conspiracy is, is sweet, but it is not the sweetest fruit. The sweetest fruit is cube with conspiracy. And plane chase. Yeah, and plane chase. Oh, man, if I could get my... My group would never go for it, but if I could get my group to play plane chase, holy shit. I would love to play conspiracy with plane chase, because conspiracy is supposed to be a multiplayer format anyway. Sure. Yeah. You know? So I think I think conspiracy plane chase would be fucking bonkers. But, uh, but yeah. So, yeah, so that was the magic I played. It was really fun. Um, speaking of cube, I've been trying to revamp my cube, so if anybody wants to uh, check it out, give me suggestions and stuff like that feel free i'll get uh, kyle to put up my link or i guess kyle is dead so i'll get somebody to put up the link with the episode of the cube tutor.com um <laughs> link for my cube um and if you could if you'd love to like i'd love to just hear anybody's suggestions some people you know they suggest stuff that isn't viable or they don't really give good feedback They're like you should cut this guy because he's fucking garbage um i'm looking for better suggestions than that but everybody's opinion matters like if, if 10 people tell me the same card's garbage it's probably garbage um but yeah and and you know i've had some people ask me about how to build a cube how to start up with cubing um i think a week ago about mark rosewater um mark rosewater posted a, a, a like a um an article about how to cube i didn't read it because i didn't have time but i did post it for people that were curious about it but uh i think that's really interesting that he's t- kind of talking about that and um yeah i don't know i think it's really i think it's just like a super fun this this new conspiracy has kind of made cube a little bit more fun because it's just as fun as as you know the con- regular conspiracy drafts but it's like more powerful, you know? Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm really excited to draft more Conspiracy myself. I'm just, like, waiting to get all of my friends together here and see how it applies in a far more casual environment. Yeah. 
because, um, like, I mean, you obviously got a lot of experience with it in sort of a way more spiky environment, uh, and then also in sort of the the bit more dirtily, right? And I yeah. mean, you got your regular buddies that you're doing the cube with, and it sounds like you had a really good experience. I'm just really anxious to find out if I can have a similarly nice experience with my similarly unexperienced friends. Right. So I hope that's the case. I hope they don't hate the shit up. <laughs> yeah, I ended up playing with like a bit of a grindy group. I actually got a chance to play uh, with the boxes, my badass boxes that had Wyatt Gillis uh, put a, a, tur- a note of endearment on. Nice. Yes. Um, but yeah, we got a group of guys together and we sat down and we drafted it out and it was a lot of fun. We had competitive guys, but we broke it into the two four-man pods and played it out that way. So that was pretty sweet. Uh, conspiracies are nuts. Yeah. Uh, I was doing black, white tokens, like small flyers type thing. And yeah. I had the conspiracy where you could like name a card and that card you could play with any color mana. Yeah. And my splash. Yeah. My splash uh, card was, uh, oh my goodness. The blue green guy who, whenever a creature does damage to an opponent, they get to draw a card. Oh yeah. Edric. <laughs> huh? Sorry. Eldrick. Edric, spy master of trash. Yeah. Yeah. So Edric. So Edric was my like cheater card. Which is a pretty good cheater card and a token deck. So yeah, that's pretty good. Wow. The other thing yeah. is, like, Edric's really good in multiplayer because nobody wants to attack you because they don't get to draw cards. Yeah, exactly. I'm like the lowest value. Uh, but we had the guy who drafted the Vent Sentinel deck, and it was dumb. Yep, Vent Sentinel deck for life. All yeah. day, every day. Yeah, that's... that's right. Cinder Elemental, Birds of Paradise, Cinder Bops. Yep. Mm-bop. Yeah, that's exactly Cinder what he did. Cinder Bop, Bop. Yeah, he was. He had cinder bops. Yeah. He had six cinder bops. Oh my god, cinder bops! Six, That's six ridiculous. cinder bops. That is ridiculous. Jesus Christmas! Yeah. That is. Crazy. And he had two of the. Uh, you get defenders right off the get go. Oh yes, because those yeah. people don't think that card's value. But it's yeah, I got cool. one of them. I thought it was great. And did you guys play multiplayer? Yeah, we did. Oh, so this he had like those moments where it's like you so hard. Buddy attacks me, and I block with a bunch of stuff, and he's like, oh, why, why do you have to block with everything? It's like, well, if I don't, you kill me. And he's like, well, I don't want to kill you. I just had to attack you. I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> he's like, but this thing's trample. I'm like, yeah, I know it's trample. And then, like, one of the other guys is like, well, you can assign all the damage to one creature. That's a legal play. Oh, okay, yeah, so we'll put all 14 damage on your 1-1 defender guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you got him. You got him. Yeah. yeah it was pretty was a... good. We almost won. Who did I lose to? I can't remember which guy I lost to. I think I lost to that guy. Because we were all trying to kill off the the Vent Sentinel guy. And we did. So. That's yeah, good. I, like, that, that's the thing. You you basically, like, drafting the Vent Sentinel deck, if you, if you play if you play Conspiracy, like, multiple times, you have to kill the Vent Sentinel guy. And it sucks, because that's always me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and anyone who's played the format more than twice... Knows that the Vent Sentinel guy needs to die. Yeah, yeah. Or listen to our show last week. Or or played Rise of the Eldrazi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Well, he had like the thing to make the Vent Sentinels cheaper, so he went like, "Yep, Vent Sentinel, Vent Sentinel," and then he did like the the Dak Baden clone thing. Oh, oh my Vent god! Sentinel yeah, has in one turn, and he had yeah. enough mana to like fire off the first Vent Sentinel. Uh, so it was just like he fires that one off, and then he just like sat there and he's like, "Okay, so the first person to attack me dies." Because yeah. you can tap and just kill them in one turn. 18 you or something. 
Yeah. So then the first guy who was up was uh, my buddy Mike, who's the like the mad manager, magic manager guy for the Warp Two stores, like the guys who are running the WMCQ. And he's just like, I ain't gonna be intimidated. I'm coming right for you. Like, <laughs> somebody's got to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. So it was pretty good. Sweet. It's always good when you can gang up on that guy. Yeah, you have to. Like, if you don't, know, if you but don't it, like, gang up on like, them, they'll kill you, right? A joint enemy. Well, I'm glad that you got to play some more because it's super sweet. I got. Oh, I got to play some more too. Somebody invited me to a conspiracy draft at their house, uh, oh. and it went on to like four in the morning. And it was with like some super noobs, like some noobs that were like <laughs> some like some like noobs. Like one guy was like, "Hey man, are you ready to play?" And he's like, "Yep." And then it's like, "Oh, did you get land for your deck?" Oh no. Okay, so you're not ready to play. Oh no. But what I meant was, I had picked my card that I was going to play with. Okay, great. Could you get some land? <laughs> oh, wow. So it was like, but it was super fun, because these guys didn't give a fuck about nothing. They just wanted to play and have fun and have fun and play and have fun. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. So it was, I had a great time. Um, and I played with a judge, like one of my buddies was there, and he's a judge, and he's the other guy that plays Magic a lot in that group. So, um, you know, he like it wasn't just me and a bunch of newbie guys. Um, it was like me and one super noob, one casual, one casual competitive, and then one casual judge. You know what I mean? Yep. So, so yeah. So that was like super fun. Conspiracy is still a great time. Although once you've played it a couple times, like it, it is a solvable format. So that's you know a little bit disappointing. But um, you know, other than that, it's still a great time. Yeah. No, I agree completely. KYT, uh, you, any more conspiracy in your future? Bueller. Bueller. Hello. Hello. KYT died or what? Yes. Maybe. Is his mic not on? Oh. I hope so. I was just sitting there just talking away. He's typing. His mic is off or something. Did you try plugging it in? Did you try unplugging it and plugging it back in? Oh yes, yeah, go with that. Hello, there you okay. go. Oh yeah, yeah. I was saying stuff about the vent channel that no one was replying. <laughs> yeah, was obviously, saying. that's the bullshit you're oh. trying to pull. It's like, oh, I was talking the whole show. It's just my mic wasn't working. Run um, your shit. So, so that shit. The weakness of that deck is obviously uh, flying. If you don't have yep. like the flying guy, so like I've I've been killed by. Like the the black spell where every have to everybody has to sack a dude and it becomes an XX demon uh, based yeah, on that the is a, that's sack. a crazy card yeah. yeah um so usually like they have to be pretty to win the game you people really have to like ignore you like like it happened in uh, at the time when I was playing at the Comic Con where people. We're just like trying to kill each other because they had grudges against each other. I'm like, okay, snipe you and snipe you, and three uh, I did play. I did play two conspiracy drafts, or at least one uh, after the PTQ because people are are all about playing that. Or now even they're gathering together to play Wolf now as well. But it's yeah. Wolf and conspiracy, and I, I I played again, and I always draft. The Vent Sentinel deck just because, not because I want to, but because I think nobody else wants to. And then I see like a fifth or sixth pick, yeah. Vent Sentinel, and like the rest of the cards are just so bad. I'm like, I don't really want the other cards. So okay, take it. 
take Cinderwall, take Pride Guardian, and I just end up in that deck all the time. And you um, can get into it so early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on, yeah. 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 Um, but the most powerful deck, like, outside of the one I talked about last week, which, uh, or the week before, which Jackie had, with, uh, with the Curia Hawk deck with, like, every single yeah. possible conspiracy, which is hard to do because I'm, I was, I was trying to replicate that, but it's really impossible if people are actually valuing conspiracy properly, so it's hard to do that. But what, um, I got blown out by this time was the Siphon Soul deck, but I think maybe Jay may have mentioned it. One of you may have mentioned it already. With the conspiracy that like doubles it, its effect. Yep. So fuck, he played three of them on the same turn. Oh god! To nug all of us for twelve wow. and win. So that he basically like exsanguinated you in EDH. Yeah. So the like a black player that has a lot of mana in in conspiracy is very dangerous. I I usually ignore like the green white guy because he's just like. But you know what's coming, and it's not like he can kill you. He's not going to surprise you with some, like, crazy haste guy unless he has a conspiracy with it. But Plus, like, he's probably feeding you cards off parlay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get to see them, but the siphon soul guy, he could be hiding them and then, like, get you. So that's that's the scariest one so far that I've seen uh, uh, in terms of we're, we're all, like, attacking each other to, to lower our lives, and then he just steals it because we didn't, we didn't see it coming. Uh, and that's that's part of the fun of that's part of the fun of conspiracy as well because like you don't want to that's why you don't want to play with spikes because spikes will analyze the format and they'll know that and then they're and then like instead of playing it's like you see somebody has black so you like you like you just like kill them right off the bat and you're like well you could have siphon soul you know what I mean like so yeah it's like it's like fun to to know that stuff. But at the same time, like, you don't want to, like, just be the guy that only goes after that, be- like, after the guy with black because he's playing Siphon Soul, you know? Yeah, it's well, it's the same thing, like, Commander and all that sort of stuff, too, right? So yeah. you you end up like, oh, whoa, whoa, he's, uh, he's, he's playing the uh, Zuza General. Kill him first. Yeah, just absolutely kill him, yeah. Yeah, same thing. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a big, lots of magic in the near future here, I think. The uh, the community cup stuff closes on the twentieth for nominations, so that's like it'll have closed by the time this goes live tomorrow. Yep. So, whoa. Okay. <clears throat> so if none of you three have nominated, do your civic duty. <laughs> just fucking nominate someone. I don't care who it is, but fucking vote for the Christ's sakes. Just vote. Anyway, um, for anybody who's trying to get on that. I, I I saw Frank Lepore looking for some votes. Yeah, he'll have... I nominated Frank Lepore. Did you? I did. What did I actually you say did. for him? What? Wait, wait, what? What was your 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 statement? I'll tell you. As a matter of fact, I'll read it to you. Um, I'd like to nominate Frank Lepore for the 2014 MTGO Community Cup. He's proven himself this year to be a very hardworking force for the game, not only in his role as content manager for TCGPlayer.com but also in his content production for said site. He has de- demonstrated himself an entertaining and somewhat consistent streamer, mostly when Cube is up, and his video content has really come a long way since he started to provide it in earnest. He also very recently won a 5K in Orlando, so his play skills certainly would be up to the challenge of snuffing the light in the eyes of the development team at WotC. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, that's what I said. Yeah, okay. Money where my mouth is. That's a convincing argument. 
So, yep, I'm excited. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> I just, I just want to see who makes it. That's that's all. I just want to see. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> So on that note, I listened to the Top 8 Magic podcast this week. Oh, and how was that? It was pretty good. Um, lots of basketball. I can't listen to basketball. What's wrong with basketball? I don't particularly enjoy basketball at all. So it's just tough for me sometimes. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Did any of you check out the new Wizards uh, design website? Yes. And it's terrible. <laughs> yes. So here's the thing, Jay. Didn't you just say that that was kind of like the feedback you didn't want for your cube, and this is the feedback you're giving their sites? Yeah. Oh, okay. But it is fucking terrible. It looks like shit. All their buttons are moved. Fucking Why does searching it look like shit. shit? Defaults to weird stuff. Crap. It's a little messy on mobile. Um, yeah, on mobile, work, yeah, it's rough on mobile. Work on your cell phone, so that's perfect. Of <laughs> course, it's just so awkward on the cell phone. I really like the desktop version, though. I just like yeah. I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of when like websites change their entire layout with no test period or feedback. Like they're just all of a sudden gatherer just looks completely different, and none there's no like like what you should do is the first time that I go to gatherer. It should just say in like a big fucking arrow, click here to do your search. Instead of just like, where the fuck is the search button? Like, imagine if Google just automatically changed. You know how long Google's looked like a flat bar with the word Google on it? They don't need black-backed fucking websites. Also, I think that black-backed websites look really weird and scummy and dirty. And it's also easier, <laughs> it's easier to read stuff on a white background than it is on a black background. That's actually like a proven science fact. So, busting out proven science—not <laughs> just proven science, but proven science facts. Yeah, like that's like get fucking Bill Nye the Science Guy to come in. That's right. That's right. That's who that is. He's proven science. Yeah. Yeah. The only part I don't like is uh, a lot of the older links are, I, I guess, broken for me. Yeah. yeah the ones that I want to go to—that's the only thing. Yeah, let me see. There's my What's Happening link, which was a very important link. Yes, yes. Where is it now? I'm trying to find oh, it. Still, it still works. The What's Happening one still works. Okay. And when you go there, you get the old Wizards webpage. Perfect. That's so. exactly what I wanted. Yeah, do you want me to give you the link? Is yeah. it the one that shows me the deck list? Yeah. That's the one I want, yeah. That's the yeah. one I need. There you go. But I always thought their old design... I thought I was... Waiting for a change from them, I always thought their their old design was sort of clunky in some ways. So, in terms of finding certain things, but uh, yeah, I'm going to see how this one goes in the next little while. <laughs> It'll be um, interesting to see. I'm glad that they're starting to fix stuff. So, like the links and stuff still exist. Like you couldn't click on old links; they would just be entirely broken before. Yeah, they probably got yelled at. Uh, yeah, Brian Kibler did a lot of that yelling. No. Not Brian Kibler. But, uh, no, he just made quick mention, not yelling at all. Just casually threw it up. The fuck? Cyborg.com just redirects me to a 404? <laughs> really? What is oh, man, it? Matt Sperling made a hilarious joke where he was like, okay, we get it. 
You're trying to advertise your new game 404, but not every link you have needs to go there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. That's awesome. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Did you guys see the playmats for the the new PTQs? I guess you probably did. Like the Garrick ones? No. no. Are yeah. they like are they like the banner of like Garrick's head and shoulders as they've been showing them? Uh, no, where did I see this picture? I'm hoping it's legit. I'd hate for it not to be legit. Yeah, it looks like it. Oh. Whoa, that's pretty badass. So are we getting, like, new planeswalkers all around here, or what? I don't know. Is this, like, a new one, or is this just, like, a really old picture? No, that's a new picture, isn't it? I think so. It's, like, it's Chandra. Like some Chandra. Yeah. Done up all, like, Garrick rags. Huh, interesting. Interesting. Well, I'm, uh... Apparently, the, um... The cards in M15 are pretty much guaranteed to really shake up standard this year, is what I'm hearing. If... So, having listened to uh, Top 8 Magic Podcast, both BDM and Flores, Flores has two, BDM has one, and all of their cards are apparently quite good. I heard that they're bringing back a cycle. Really? Yes. That they're bringing back a much-demand cycle. Huh. So So you think it's like a creature cycle, or do you think it's like checklands, or do you think it's... Like, what do you think? It would be cool if it was commands. Oh, fuck. Can you imagine? Cryptic command in standard right now? Profane command in standard right now? Yeah. Oh, God. Profane is so good. Oh, cryptic would be too dirty. (laughs) Oh, yeah, mono. You can't bring back the commands with monos. Yeah, command in, like, command in devotion decks? Yeah, like, that's mm. redink. Yeah, maybe that's true. That's too strong. <laughs> too strong. Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll bring play, back the titans. Just playing against it in modern is like, fuck. Cryptic command. Snapcaster, cryptic command. Fuck! Yeah. Stop! Yes. Stop it! Stop hurting me! <laughs> so... Speaking of Cryptic Command, I'm not playing it in my list right now, by the way. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's one of the things. I did play around it, even though I, I, I didn't know your list, but I played I around it. And everybody does. So and I'm just, like, stocking up on Angels instead. Feels good. Every reasonable player does. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's sort of what I was thinking, right? <laughs> I'd love Titans back, I guess. I'd love it if Titans came back. That'd be fucking awesome. Well, I mean, we're getting pseudo-Titans back. Oh, they suck so bad. Yeah. The fucking, yeah. the hearts of the Zendikar or whatever it is. Those cards are not Titans. <laughs> they're bad. Yeah, they're, they're bad. They're big, bad idiots. Yeah. All right. Oh. In my last boo set, I made a big green idiot because I couldn't think of a creature card to make. And it was just a 4-4 four, four for 3 that had to attack every turn. Was, was it big called Big Green, green idiot? idiot? Yeah, it was just called Big Green Idiot. I was just like, I don't know what the fuck to call this. Big Green Idiot. Done. Big Stupid Dude. Okay, great. <laughs> Speaking of that, that's going really well. Yeah, what's new there? You got, uh, like, I noticed you got a couple of them that have been coming through on Twitter. Yeah, I'm, I made, like, three cards today, and they're all pretty good. Um, and right now I'm trying to figure out a piece of equipment, because there's so many juicy ones. You know what I mean? Like, it's Looney Tunes. Like, literally anything you could think of is an Acme thing. And then 
You could have them like backfire, flipping coins to the wily coyote. You could have them wow. work. You could have, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just crazy. I just feel like the TNT box is just like the best thing. That or Elmer shotgun. Yeah, like I, I want to make like I want to make something that wily coyote uses to try to catch a guy that also ends up blowing up in his face. Oh, rocket boots. Yeah, like I want to, I want to like rocket boots or fucking when he actually just straps a rocket to his body. Oh yeah, yeah. Like. Or a giant slingshot. Yeah. Where's my giant? Do you know what I would like? I would like the invisible stairway that they always walk out, like the invisible like diving board that they always walk out onto like the the cliff. Yeah, yeah. Where they where they and then it disappears and they fall. Yeah, if they don't look down, they don't fall. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like if they don't look down, they don't fall. That'd be interesting. I don't know how I would make that mechanically, but hmm. But yeah, I made a manland today that was the painted tunnel. Oh yeah! Oh, no, that's so sick. Yeah, it was very. It's very awesome. Um. Good. Yeah, and like I won't tell what everybody what it does, but uh, but it it was very. It's very awesome. It's very flavorful. It's very fun. Uh, so like a maze of it variant. No. No. Oh, that's even better. Sweet. Yeah. So you know, having a good time with that. It's going pretty well so far. Um. Yeah. You put so you put a manland up, but there was oh yeah, oh yeah the manland. So painted hole is a manland. Yeah, like the it's like it's like a it's like just taps for colorless, and then it has like a manland ability to become that painted hole, right? Because in the in the show, the painted hole is just on the side of a wall, right? It's just a regular land at that point, right? Yeah, but it always blocks. But it always blocks. Maybe like it oh. always blocks. Like that's 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 got to be some part to it. Like when you activate it, it blocks. It has to block or something. Yeah. Huh. Maybe it can't attack. Maybe it has defender. Oh, maybe. See now yeah. we're thinking. Now we're thinking. Damn. Neat. It, it, and it might have first strike. Ooh. First strike defender. Because first nobody strike. sees it coming. Right. Nobody <laughs> sees it. Coming. <laughs> They just run they right. Always get them. Yeah, because they're like I can. They're like I can just walk right through here. Yeah, exactly. They're, they 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 can. Bam! It's like birds flying into glass windows. Yeah, it's like Windex. Yes, it is like Windex. Got you with the Windex, stupid crow. Yeah. Oh man! So it's going good so far. You know. Um, have you? Do you have any idea how everyone else this is doing? Nope. I, I ask them every time I see them. I'm like, "How's your boost set going?" And they just are like, "Good." <laughs> so I'm like, oh, "Okay, sweet." I like how you have like a fry chef voice for those guys. <laughs> well, that's what they're like. They're like fry chef. It's <laughs> going good, Mister Johnson. <laughs> oh, sweet! I made a Doom Blade. Was it good? <laughs> yes, pretty good. It's okay though. I call it Blade of Doom. <laughs> yeah. Blade of Doom. Nice. So, uh, anything else exciting? I think I might be going golf on Saturday. Ooh. <clears throat> yeah. We had, fathers, we had Father's Day that passed, right? So, Jeremy, oh, yeah, how was I your Father's me. Day? Hung out with my daughter. It was awesome. Yeah, that uh-huh. was your first Father's Day ever, right? Nope, my second. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow, first she's one, so oh, she old was just already. like a little person. Yeah. She's like walking around the house now, like just actively like just walks around everywhere now. Jeez, what a brat. I know. 
It's like when she was immobile, it was, you know... Easy. I don't think it's ever easy, but it was nice. <laughs> By comparison, it's easy. Yeah. It's like just boot camp. That's what kids are. Sure. They train you. Like, what I know now versus what I know knew then, like, way better. Oh, yeah, no, no. Like, my second one was so much better than the first. The first, you're just, like, walking around blind, like, you fucking have no idea what you're doing. And uh, the second one, you, you figure it out, you get it right. So, it's, uh, it, it's a lot easier the next time around, I promise. So, get in on that. Let's go. Boom. More chitlins. God. Or, you know, you could get a vasectomy. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> it's just a little snip. <laughs> so it's funny, because we heard some amazingly terrible vasectomy stories when we were in Niagara Falls, so I was just cheerful. Oh my god, really? Tell us some. So one of the guys had uh, had to go in and get it done three times. Oh, oh, my God. Because it turns out he was some sort of... Um, Snake? De- uh, destined baby... So, here's the thing. So, how do you find out when it doesn't work the first time? You have a kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God! So, then he goes in the second time. So, he gets you it done again. You should for that at You some should. Point. Yeah, apparently yeah. that's not the case. Uh, so, then, anyway, so then you go in and... Uh, and you go, oh... Well, let's just get it done again, and oh, nope, nope, got another kid. Uh, you so, should be able to hold them liable or something. Fuck. So he goes in, and it turns out that uh, he actually had, he was he was destined to be a baby producer. Most guys have, like, one tube attached to each nut. The total sum of tubes that were attached to his testicles was five. Oh my oh, god. Jeez. So the last time they got it. The last time they got it all cleaned up and all done, and that like, was fine. Oh, he has an octocock? <laughs> right, like, can you imagine? Like, that that would be the next one that I would skip expect. It's just like, octocock! Boom! Boom! But, uh... Babies! Yeah. Make them babies! <laughs> Come get your babies! It was like yeah, the Hydra. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hydra. They yeah. snip one to regrow in its place. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if that's actually what happened. But, uh, but yeah, no, there's just, like, a million terrible horror stories about sex that I've heard and it scares me. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> children are a blessing. So make sure <laughs> make sure, make sure you treat them treat them that way and if for some reason you don't go die. Children are amazing. There are so yes. many people in this world that can't have kids and it's sad, but uh it's true. So my daughter loves running into my room because then she like grabs like random basic lands on the floor or whatever that's by my like desk, and she walks around with basic lands, and she just loves them. Yeah, my daughter at that age was Kibler shuffling. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. She take the lands and the cards and shuffle them. I gotta get my kids shuffling. I'm telling you, it's a wor- it's a world renowned skill that they need to possess early. So apparently we're having a problem with this Skype call. Are we? Apparently. What kind of problem? I'm unsure. Yeah. I'm willing to bet that uh, since KYT hasn't said much and his mic keeps going in and out, that it's his problem. Yes, it right now looks like he's trying to reconnect. Huh. What a butt. Uh, anything else exciting happen this week, ladies and gentlemen? 
There's World Cup ball going on. Uh, so I asked if there was anything exciting going on. Oh, that World Cup ball. Yep, I am not a World Cup ball guy. World Cup ball fan. Oh, I'm not a football fan. No, I am not. I have many, many people that are, but I am not. When you talk to them, like trying to sell them cell phones, they're like, "Oh, did you catch game?" That <laughs> and this phone will uh, let you watch relevant. all of the Brazil beating the Chiles. <laughs> what is really interesting, actually, is that I'm finding it more and more difficult to book conventional meeting times with people because they're actually not working and instead are trying to book stuff around when the games are. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. I wish I had that luxury. Yeah. Sorry, boss. I won't be into work today because I'm going to watch the Netherlands play Ghana. Well, no, it's like these people with desk jobs and they're working at their desks in their offices, but they're streaming the games online. But they don't oh, want anyone in their office because they have to fucking watch the game. That's hogwash. It's like, oh, I'm doing an audit of my stuff during the Ghana game. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm auditing things. Yep. <laughs> fucking must be nice, right? Yeah, must be. That nice. Um, <laughs> so we, uh, we had, I don't know if you guys know this, you probably don't, because none of you listening to this were a part of our pre-game call tonight. We are working on some pretty super and exciting stuff as it pertains to the wonderful land of merch. The merch, merch. the merch, merch. train is starting, so on if... fire! It's like chugga 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 if you guys have stuff in particular that you would like to see from us as the first three items that we release, uh, you should tweet at us on our Twitter account or leave comments on our Facebook page, and we will read them all, and we will look at them, and we will take your suggestions. So examples of suggestions would be something like sleeves or hoodies hoodies, or T-shirts or playmats or life pads or something. But uh, let us know what sort of like your top three things that you would buy. Are, that you want to get our logo plastered all over, and uh, we will make those happen first. Deal. See, we really want to have our logo plastered all over you because we love you and we want to be all around you. We want to wrap you in our sweet, <laughs> supple... We want you in our... in us, in our We stuff. want you in, uh, in our pants. We yes. want you in our pants. 18 pants. 18 pants. You get 18 written on the butt just like those, like, you know, the, the, the sweatpants that girls wear. <laughs> well, like Lululemons, except it'll yeah. be like no, 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 like the less classy ones, where it's usually like a high school or something like that, and it has the name uh... of the school like plastered right across the ass. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, like the real classy stuff. <laughs> the real classy stuff. Yeah, like We're I want already to referencing high school butts, Jer. We have way past classy. <laughs> Super classy. Super classy. Oh, also... A pair of Lululemons just to mess with people. <laughs> um, just so... Just as, like, a side note, I was on Heavy Metal last night. What? Ooh. Yeah, I meant to ask you about that. Yeah, it was, it was actually quite most good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Quite most good? Most good. You know. Is that because you <laughs> talked the whole time? Yes. <laughs> it is because I talked the whole time. So there was a part where they talked about, like, something... And I stopped talking, but then I just talked some more. Did you play Dota on that on that one too? Um, yes, yes. 
I don't remember all of a sudden. Hmm. Maybe I did. I probably did. Probably I did. So we'll just say I did. Okay. Um, but yeah, Seems no, fair. it was, it was super great. And I, uh, I hadn't uh, been on that show, um, since, uh, or left, uh, I'm sorry, left, listened to that show since, uh, their third episode, which according to them is their worst episode ever. <laughs> that's the episode. So are they, are they claiming that that's the reason why you hate them they, because you listen to their worst episode ever and then judge them immediately? They that didn't. All right. They didn't say why it was uh, the worst episode ever. They just said it was the worst episode ever, and it was the one that I was on. So. I think they're trying to say something about you. I think so, too. I think they're fuckers. Yeah. (laughs) What? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So, yeah. So... It was really good. I suggest that you listen to it. It's quite hilarious. And uh, I told one of the infamous Jay Boosh poop stories. Oh, no. And uh, and it was a very good one. I laughed the entire time I was telling it. So. <laughs> this is like one of your terrible work Sudoku experiences? Uh, yeah, similar to that. Nice. Like when I told the one about the guy in Thailand. <laughs> oh goodness! Do you like just get regular poop stories in for you, and you just like decide to read them or not read them each week? Yep. Wow. Do you have any random poop stories today? Ah, uh, no. That's Unfortunately, not. It sucks. So, if you want to hear a poop story, you'll have to listen to Heavy Meta. Well, at least the last five minutes of Heavy Meta. There you go. There you go. There you have it. <laughs> Jerry, you have to stop opening the podcast with things like, so we've got a couple hours of content for you tonight, (laughs) because we, like, barely are passing an hour 30, and we're all like, But that's what everybody goes into it looking for, and they're going to be like, they're going to be so intrigued, and they're going to want to hear what happened. That's fine. I mean, you know what's going to happen is we're going to, we're going to wrap up in 10 minutes, and they're going to be, you know, what's that leave me so unsatisfied? Honestly, if they're complaining about stuff like that, that's a good problem to have. I I think it's fine. (laughs) I think it's fine because, uh, because we've had lots of long episodes lately. So, uh, sometimes we've got to take a break. So, if you you look at StarCityGames.com, and you. Okay, I will. That's fine. And you click back and forth between their, like, ad spaces right now, and it's between number five and six. So. One is an ad for the corset 2015 with Garrick. And he's got like, he's big and ugly and he's got his teeth showing. And then the next one is like Brian Kibler playmat, which is him lounging on the chair, sitting back, big smile with all of his teeth showing. And it's just really Oh my God, it go is. Yeah. One to the yeah. other. The teeth on Garrick are pretty detailed. I don't know whether that's a photograph of somebody that they took and using for marketing. Like, anyways. It's all teeth. It's all, all teeth. teeth. All teeth. Mono teeth. Also, so we can, I mean, we could talk about that for the last 10 minutes, but they're, uh, what about that new Garrick 20 mana spell that's splashable that Scott thinks is good? I'm just, somebody asked, is it playable in black, in, in, in black devotion? In, yeah, in standard. In standard. And I said, not a fucking chance. What's it called? In Garrick's Wake. The greater good. Nine mana? Yeah. Yeah, nine. 
Nine fucking nine. nine. That would be like Nykthos Mono Black. That's yeah. what I said. Even yeah, then, is that good? even then. I mean, it's destroy all creatures you don't control and all planeswalkers you don't control. Yeah, but on turn nine, how many of those are there that you're killing that you can't kill with Hero's Downfall? It's not turn nine, though. On turn four, on turn five, on turn eight, on turn twelve. Turn six? Yeah, like on turn six, are you just dead if they have a hundred guys and a planeswalker? Doesn't this... you're you're ripping this and you're like, fuck yeah, planar cleansing for six. Woo! I don't know. I mean, like in mono black and you don't find a way to kill Prognostic Sphinx? You can cast this on five? I don't know. I guess. Anyways. Uh, so at the very least, this is like an absurd commander card. Oh, fuck. Is Staboon back? Probably. What? I'm just on Mythic Spoiler right now, and there's a picture of Staboon. Huh. Corset Staboon? Oh, no. Ooh. That's pretty sweet. Hornet, Hornet Queen. So some of the big reprints that people are talking about. Oh yeah, uh, Illusory Angel. People are talking about. Uh, which one's that? Four three. four flying for three mana. Only yeah. cast it if you cast another spell this turn. Yeah, right, that's right, kind of right. cool. Yeah, um, Hornet Queen coming back. Hornet Queen is sweet because that means that it's the first time it'll be foil. Agree. Um, and it goes straight into my fucking cube. Yeah. What else is sweet is it does have three green symbols on it, so like it could be. Oh yeah, could, it could be devotion-ish. Could be a green devotion card or a green devotion yeah. topper. It could be interesting. At the very least, it'll be like a sweet fucking seven mana bomb unlimited. Like wrath your team. Um, and then mass calcify is another one too that people are talking about because like the the uh, heliod devotion deck has basically been a steaming pile of hot garbage. Um, but like you can generate crazy amounts of mana. Um, with with the Nykthos out of that deck. So you're into, like, like all the little weenies, like turn one, Soldier of the Pantheon, turn two, uh, Precinct Captor, and turn three, Boros Reckoner, like, you know, or, like, turn four, Infinite Mana. Like, it's just it's stupid, right? So, like, Mass Calcify is a pretty sweet way to, like, clean up all of that nonsense, especially if you've got a million manas. Um, Raise the Alarm being reprinted is pretty interesting. What's that one? White one instant, put two one one white soldier creature tokens. Oh in yeah, from Mirrodin. Yeah, yeah. selfless Cathar is in there too, and Convoke. Yep, Devouring Light. Yeah, Devouring Light. Yep. Yeah, they can't get away from those penis worms. It's Siege Worm too. Five five Trample Convoke. Oh yeah. Yep. So there's lots of action. Now they are printing. So Naturalizes in the set. Uh, Heat Ray. I'm Shrap- actually really excited for that Waste Not card. I want to try it out. You realize they're reprinting Shrapnel Blast? Interesting. Is there anything to Shrapnel Blast? Boundary Street Denizen is in the core set? Is, wow. uh, so is all this stuff actually in the core set? Like, is it actually? Or are some of these cards just like because we saw those decks spoiled, are they actually in M15? I don't like, know. I don't know what they use for a... Like, what they use to confirm. Eh. If Salvation had it up, like, I haven't been to Sally in a long time. Yeah. But if Sally has it, Sally's usually pretty consistent. They don't... They don't jump on too much 
bullshit. Mm. Let's see, what does Sally think? Sally thinks it, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Dark Steel Citadel. Oh, there you go. There's something to sack. Huh. Interesting. Neat design space with cards like Meteorite. That's pretty sweet. So it's like a five casting cost artifact. It's uncommon. Taps for a man of any color. And when it enters the battlefield, it deals three damage to target creature or player. Mm. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like from a design space, is pretty sweet. No, it's not on like south. Hot soup? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hot soup is the real name of a real card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. Hot soup? Yep, less exciting. Mythicspoiler.com. .com. Alright, so are we going to wrap this up or what? Yeah. Yep. KYT, you're going to have to edit the end of this. It's pretty lame. Yep. I'm going to, yeah, edit a bunch of it. <laughs> nice. The whole thing lame. Tighten it up. <clears throat> All the pauses. Yeah. yeah they're brutal. All right. Uh... <laughs> so, uh, good luck to everyone else that's playing Magic this week. It's not me. Yes, yeah. go forth and crush. You too, KYT. I'll try. Yeah. Also, something that's interesting that I guess we never do, but that I thought was really fun that uh, Heavy Meta does, is they just ask for questions to ask on the show. When we have people on the show? No, no, no. Just just in general. We're casting tonight. Ask us questions. So if anybody has any questions that they want to ask us, tweet us on Thursdays and uh, put it in the comments of the show. Yeah. And make them good. Make them juicy. Well, I mean, should we? Are there any comments that are worth addressing from last week while we're on this? I don't know. We can look, but let's see. First comment we had was: Do you guys have a link to the deck list you talk about in this episode? No. Next. (laughs) Next. Thank you, Scholar. (laughs) Blah 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 blah. blah. No, I will never refer to Outback as a good restaurant again. Next. (laughs) Yeah, Outback is not good. Uh, Lewis is on drugs. Um, who said, even if you aren't, yeah, that guy's good. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Austin gets it. I'm going to say Bass gets it because it's probably bass, but I just like Bass. Oh, he's asking you a question, this jam guy. Yeah, I think, uh, what's the question? I think Blue Eye Red Twin is perfectly fine. Like any of the decks right now that are in the tier one in modern. You basically just pick one and play it. Like, honestly, they're all fine. They all can be tweaked. They all can win. Just know your matchups and just play it. Pick something and play it. If you like blue, if you like blue, right, red twin, because you love the stream, then just fucking play that deck because it's value.deck and just give her. Absolutely. I hope I get nominated for Community Cup too. Thanks. Appreciate it. Please keep reading it. And then Jim calls out KYT. Yep. So it's. I think that what people miss there is that it's not like the windows were open. Yeah. No, I wasn't, yeah. Nobody heard you calling them nerds. It was just for us. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sharing it with you guys because when it was in a just for us environment, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I would never do that. 
Like, no. actually. Yeah. So, yeah, that was definitely missed. Yeah. Which is too bad, because it adds to the story. To not know that. Seems mean. Kind of yeah. Well, oh, shut up, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, shut Tommy up. Tommy in the feels. <laughs> is nerd better or scumbag? <laughs> I don't know. It's all good. So, unfortunately, I can't actually get a link now to the magic website. You can't get a link to the magic website. DailyMTG.com. No, it doesn't take you there. Perfect. Yep. What? Well, anyways, mine doesn't. But it expands. It. So maybe that's it. Uh, some bullshit about cookies. Go. Uh, alrighty. I hope everybody has a fantastic week. We will get back to you uh, next week. We will have all of our stories of fantastic stuff that we did. And uh, hopefully victories that we've experienced and bad beats that we've run for sure. Yes. So we'll see you all soon.